Chapter Fifteen of George Washington. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. George Washington by Ferdinand Schmidt, translated by George P. Upton. Chapter Fifteen, Peace is Declared. It was a seven years' holy war which the Americans were obliged to wage dark times were still to follow times in which even among the best men the belief in a successful outcome was shaken in regard to military organization and discipline there was still much to be desired for the measure of it which had been successfully introduced by baron steuben had not immediately permeated the whole army indeed the whole military body was as yet only in process of formation and at the same time the situation was such that unprecedented feats of endurance had to be required of the soldiers they were very badly off in the matter of arms and other necessaries often even proper food was wanting clothing and weapons were scarce congress had been obliged to resort to the introduction of paper money which was copied in england sent over in quantities and by this means reduced in value as the enemy commanded the seas and occupied first one part of the country then another taking possession relentlessly of whatever they wanted trade and commerce were extinguished and misery and want were prevalent among the inhabitants what would have happened had the country not possessed in washington a commander whose example was always an inspiration to others and whose words of wisdom always appealed to hearts and heads in war the soldier is readily inclined especially when he is in need to take possession of whatever seems necessary or desirable by force we read of wars in which the peaceable inhabitants suffer equally from friend and foe in this respect even congress closed an eye when it became known that parts of the american army had taken forcible possession of provisions not so the commander-in-chief in this matter also he strove for the just and the right course he urged congress to regulate the supplies for the army and showed the unfortunate consequences which must ensue if it became their custom to take possession of the necessaries of life by force such a proceeding he says in one of his letters must even though it should afford temporary relief have the most disastrous consequences eventually it spreads discontent hatred and fear amongst the people and never fails even among the best disciplined troops to fan the flame of degeneracy plunder and robbery which is later hard to subdue and these habits become ruinous not only to the populace but especially to the army i shall consider it as the greatest of misfortunes if we are reduced to the necessity of adopting such methods in spite of all this the general was continually the victim of slanders foolish people misunderstood him ambitious ones strove to procure his position like general lee earlier in the war general gates now schemed to supersede the commander-in-chief in some parts of the army there were mutinies to congress which demanded relentless punishment washington said one must consider that the soldiers are not made of stone or wood invulnerable to hunger and thirst frost and snow 
it sometimes happened that the roads were marked with the bloody footprints of the soldiers who were mostly without shoes even in winter but at the same time he appealed to the soldiers explained to them with urgent words the situation of their country the dignity of their profession and the demands which the country had a right to make on them among other things he said our profession is the most chaste of any even the shadow of a fault sullies the purity of our praiseworthy deeds while appealing thus to the better elements in human nature he had the satisfaction of seeing that his procedure was meeting with success the iron hand of severity in its attendant horrors he kept for the most extreme cases but in these he let the military laws take their course inexorably mutineers were sometimes shot and spies were delivered up to the rope in the fall of seventeen seventy seven the fortunes of war were twice in quick succession favorable to the british in the battles of the brandywine and germantown a second british army under burgoyne was to advance from canada washington had sent a division to meet him under gates and arnold an engagement took place which was undecided but soon afterward at saratoga the british general was obliged to capitulate and congress was notified that this fortunate day's work has given us six generals and five thousand soldiers five thousand guns and twenty-seven cannon with their ammunition during the campaign we have besides taken two thousand prisoners among them several of the higher officers this success ripened a project which had been under consideration for a long time an alliance with france it was not love of the newly constructed nation that induced the french government to declare herself openly as an ally of america but hatred of england whom she wished to weaken as much as possible joy was great among the american people over the conclusion of the alliance however comparatively little was done by france who moreover intended to reimburse herself for the assistance rendered by acquiring lands the americans after all had to rely principally on their own exertions and resources as england now had two enemies to contend with she redoubled her efforts with great vigor general howe who for years had been boasting and had so often announced that in a short time the rebels would be completely routed but had never reached this goal was recalled and replaced by general clinton to a greater extent than had ever been done before the indian tribes of the iroquois and creeks were urged by british agents to undertake marauding expeditions in the american settlements they even offered themselves as leaders of these murderous bands they spread fire and murder through the american colonies to the full extent of their power the consequence was a campaign in which the colonists sought to revenge themselves but this was not the only result the resistance of the americans was inflamed by the fact that the british had let loose these bands of savages who practised many unheard-of cruelties even amongst women and girls patriotism had been awakened in the breasts of the women and a youth or man who did not show himself ready to serve his country was now looked upon with scorn there were many battles in which first one side then the other gained the advantage at last through clever generalship washington 
who had the french troops also under his command was successful in shutting up general cornwallis in yorktown having had several successes the british general had become too daring and had ventured too far to the front by means of countermarches washington managed to conceal his intentions from general clinton very successfully cornwallis's cry for help reached the british commander too late i cannot hold yorktown for any length of time if you cannot relieve me you may expect the worst the engagement was opened with the combined forces and soon afterward october nineteenth seventeen eighty one cornwallis capitulated nearly eight thousand of the british were taken captive and two hundred cannon were seized not a prisoner was harmed although it was well known that a short time before this american prisoners had been murdered by the british everywhere the conviction spread that american independence was assured lafayette who had greatly distinguished himself in leading a storming column wrote to comte maurepas the peace is played out the fifth act is just ended on receiving the news franklin said hearty thanks for the glorious news the young hercules has strangled his second serpent in the cradle in england also it was recognized more and more that the colonies cannot again be brought under our dominion a new ministry took the reins negotiations were begun and at last on september third seventeen eighty three peace was formally declared between great britain and the american republic whose independence was thereby recognized. End of chapter 15